Hi, I'm Stan Lee, creator of the Bamfcast. And I'm Jimmy Wales, founder of the Bamfcast. And I'm coming to you today with a matter of such grave importance that I came back from the dead. That's right, boyo. We're here to tell you about a donate button that's recently popped up on the Bamfcast website. That reminds me of a superhero I created, Captain Kami, who reminds us that from each according to his ability, to each according to his need. Excelsior! That's right, buddy. Your mega lush donation can keep the Bamfcast doing what it's doing and carries on for many, many years to come. Help them join you at DragonCon. Dragon Corn and beyond. So just click the button on the side of bmfcast.com, give what you can when you can, and all proceeds will help keep us doing what we're doing. We thank you very much for your donation, and now back to your regularly scheduled commercial free broadcast. Excelsior! This week on the BAMFCAST, with their tits, and their bums, and their bums, and their guns, in your tanks, in your tanks, they are fighting. One tub, they're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. Episode 138. That's like a double 69. It is. Woo! So pleasurable. Get some. <laughs> so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beak. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every wonderful episode of the Bamfcast is we go ahead and recruit ourselves into the past of bad movies. And we come in here and we talk about it for about 30 to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then it gets a rating. Good bad movies and enjoyable bad movies get one five jocks as robot jocks. Yay! Hooray! And Hooray. Bad, bad movies as in stay away. They get a negative sliding scale of one to five bags as in douchebags after Twilight. Boo. A boo. Terrible. All those things are correct. So, uh, we got a recommendation from uh, Yoke, I believe we, we settle on a pronunciation. J-O-K-K-E. From yep. Finland. Yoke. Yoke. Um, Steve. Joke. We're not sure. We're not sure. He never We're to this. ugly Americans who do not understand other cultures. Yeah. So. It's Earl. But we understood the request. <laughs> yes. And that is for 1986's Hell Squad. Yeah. Also known as Commando Girls or Commando Squad or about 50 other titles. Uh-huh. Uh, so, let's get a plot summary out of the way and then we can talk more about this thing. A diplomat's son is kidnapped by terrorists, blackmailing the U.S. government for plans of a new type of nuclear weapon. A friend of the diplomat puts together a squad of showgirls to rescue the son. <laughs> to rescue the son? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's, it's, like, it's like the core backwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They have to restart yep. this movie. It's and, sunshine. And yes, you heard Sun- that correctly. <laughs> Their first option was recruiting a bunch of showgirls and training them to become commandos. Yeah. Yes. Because apparently one of them could kind of fight. Yeah, and one of them had enough. a little bit of skills. <laughs> yes. So obviously yes. all her friends would she too. She took a yeah. Krav Maga class yeah. and now <laughs> fit to rescue a son from terrorists. And so yes. kick people in the balls. Yeah. Because women are tough. <sighs> so. This movie. And I use that term loosely. <laughs> it it this, was a movie. This, this video documentary. Of, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, this reality show. All right. It, it, <laughs> it proudly announces at the very beginning that it's something something home video productions. Yeah. There's a still frame of a clearly added digital generated title of whatever video distribution company put this thing out. Probably known for making porn. Uh, yeah. Highly um, likely. Yeah. Because this crew obviously worked in porn because they were not good at framing a shot. Yeah. It's. It's been a while since we've had filmmaking this inept. Yeah. Yeah. It really has. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, like 
not intentionally. Like, I think Lethal Force probably was doing a lot of that intentionally yeah. mm-hmm. um, as an homage to movies like this. Yeah. yeah. This just actually is that. Mm-hmm. And this is the kind of movie that makes Andy Sedaris look like a goddamn auteur. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> that dude can make a movie. Yes. This dude cannot. Well, Andy Sedaris <laughs> also is like sidling up to Playboy models and like, hey, you know, you've been naked before. Yeah. Why don't you want to make a little bit more money of that and come to Hawaii? Well, I also get the impression that at least he might have a screen test where it's like, yeah. can you speak a word and sound semi-believable in no. dialogue? This guy just put an ad in the Santa Fe Gazette. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you like to take your top off? Come get $25 a day in my movie. Can you remember like 20 lines? <laughs> yours. We'll just make Flag yours staff. no shit Sherlock. That's all you ever get to say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she should have been billed as no shit Sherlock girl. <laughs> Yeah. So sp- speaking of that, uh, yeah, the cast, mm-hmm. right? No one you've ever heard of or ever will. Nope. Aside from Marvin Miller, who plays the Sheik. Yes. Yes, Marvin Miller. Marvin plays Miller the as the Sheik, famous yes. for. He's the voice of Robbie the Robot and about a bazillion other voiceovers. Mm-hmm. There you go. He used to do trailers and mm-hmm. dubbing of all kinds. In the I mean, world, you've heard his That's voice. That's it. And uh, yeah, he's famous. Marvin owed somebody a favor. Yeah. Oh yeah. His grandkid was making a movie. Yes. All right. I'll be in your movie. So, the plot of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the opening shot is a god. It, well, it's it's stock footage of a nuclear test in the desert. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, with no no setup whatsoever. It's like frame. <laughs> you know, like yeah, no yeah. logo Explosion. to start the movie. Like we had play, and it was VHS full frame. Mm-hmm. Yep. Explosion. Yep. Immediate Olivia neutron bomb. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and then people examining the wreckage, going. Oh, the horse is gone. Well, there's a horse there. There's a horse here. And a whole there a, elephant. There was an elephant. There was a horse outside. Yeah. So it apparently vaporizes living things, but right. leaves the structures and even the chains used to hold down the mm-hmm. elephant or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a neutron bomb. I yeah. mean, they literally yeah. explain that. And yeah. it's a theoretical real thing. Sure. I don't think we've ever actually done it. Oh, yeah. It's an <laughs> ultra neutron no, bomb. They Ult- have, man. Oh, okay. They totally did that. I read about it. <laughs> sure. Saw it on the internet. You got to go on the message boards, and you got to you got to have a password. But it's mm. evidence. That evidence there. is there, man. Yep. Right. But yeah. So then, <laughs> no, it's real. Yes, yeah. scientists are walking around in their radiation suits, and then they're like, "Okay, let's." Oh, okay. Those go. were the two scientists in the credits. Okay, scientist sure. one and scientist yeah. two. Now I understand. <laughs> You'd forgotten about them. Well, when the credits rolled, and the epic was... journey had led so far from those yeah. two scientists. Well, it started yeah. off there. I mean, like the the guy dialogue was okay. The girl was really just obviously reading cue cards, like. There was a horse here based on these mm-hmm. horseshoes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, we better get out of here. The and radiation the, and, is... And then it cuts to the ambassador's office, and his son is in there, and he's like, mm-hmm. I can't believe you built it. You know, they're having one of those kind of conversations, like, yeah. you crazy bastard, you yeah. built it. And he's like, well, yeah, and the kid says, do when I'm I work going for to the use government. my influence as an ambassador's son to mm-hmm. protest this. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Speak out against it. Yeah, Lee storms off. Gets in the car with Magnum P.I. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not exaggerating. The dude is wearing a Hawaiian shirt, has a Tom Selleck mustache, and is wearing a Detroit Tigers yeah. baseball cap. Yeah, and we'll mention this is a movie made. Yes, in he 19- was. He was wearing a I, cap. He was wearing no. He was wearing a Detroit Tigers baseball. It was? cap. Right, yes. Uh-huh. He wasn't wearing a, a Hawaiian shirt. He though. was. It was underneath his like. Oh, was it underneath? Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But we will say this was made in 1985. So sick. yeah, sick. Well, six. According to IMDb, yeah, sure. Yeah. Five six. Mid 80s. Yeah. But I mean, seriously, I mean, it was like, yeah. he, and when he spoke, he even kind of sounded a little bit like Tom Selleck. A little mm-hmm. bit. 
But anyway. In his two lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they get in the car and go about 30 feet, and then a shady group of Arabs is watching them. Yeah. And I say Arabs in that they're wearing headdresses and and sunglasses <laughs> and have mustaches usually. They're but, established later as Arabs. But so they're, they're not. <laughs> I mean, I'm just no. saying, like, oh, yeah. in the movie they are. Sure. But they're... <laughs> They're the terrorist squad of Earl and Steve. Fresno, <laughs> yeah. right? So they get they get in another car and have this exciting car chase. Oh, the Flagstaff, yes, like car the, chase, <laughs> the world's slowest car chase. Oh my god! Well, yeah. they, and the kid, I love that the kid is freaking out in the back seat. He's like, "Oh my god, go faster!" Ah, this go. guy just does not know how to hit the gas pedal. No, well, they had fresh drinks from Seven Eleven. They didn't yeah. want to spill them. <laughs> yeah, how hard it is to get a Slurpee out in the desert. Mm-hmm. These were rental cars. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I but, mean, they, so yeah, the kid gets captured. The guy like like Magnum PI jumps out of the car. Mm-hmm. Worst plan ever with his runs with out his into the middle of the area. Tiny gun doesn't even pull his gun out before he goes. <laughs> and so all the terrorists are like, "Okay, we shoot you." Right, which they do. Yeah, and they take and then they kidnap the kid, the kid throw him in the, the car, trunk. and he put up a little bit of a fight at least. Tiny, tiny fight. I think a couple of them. Yeah. They gets thrown in the dungeon next to a guy. That Jesus. I'm going to go ahead and say, eventually in the movie, he is revealed as dead, the other guy in the cell. Yeah. But he never changes position. No. They obviously nope. filmed all this in like a matter of 20 minutes. Yes. There well, were many scenes that were filmed yeah. over the matter of Well, I'm just saying, like, the, over the course of the movie, you keep cutting back to this dungeon where right. he gets slightly more tattered and slightly more dirty. But this other guy never changes position. No. Nope. And mm-hmm. then, but then it cuts to, that's when it cuts to title, I think, right? No. He goes back to office first. Right. And then guy, uh, the ambassador's friend is in there and he's like, <laughs> Yeah, well, the terrorists call yeah, in, call put them. the sun on the line. Yeah. Terrorists just like, you need to give us the plans for the bomb. You have 30 days, yeah, which is really generous. Mm-hmm. Really generous. I mean, that's they, these are some some understanding terrorists. Well, they were blackmailing like, an ambassador who probably doesn't have a lot of military connections. So sure, but I mean, a whole month for this yeah, kind yeah, of thing yeah. is, you know. Yeah, that's excessive. <laughs> but These then, terrorists need a better timetable. But his friend who was listening in on the phone call says... All right, you got 30 days. I got this. Yeah. I need to be on the first plane back to, to, the, States. to the States. You know, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. <laughs> and then, footage of Vegas. Well, I think, well, then it like cuts to, I think that's horseshoe. when it cuts to title finally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, then we cause... get this weird Hell Squad logo that's mm-hmm. hand drawn. Awesome. It's just a piece of paper <laughs> that stays on the screen for about a minute and a half. Yeah. yeah. Long enough for you to look at it and go, hmm. While we <laughs> listen to the theme song that we will hear. Over and over yeah. and over yeah. and they, over they throw, and over again. They throw all the names of the people that are in the movie in up there, you know, including the and Marvin, whatever his name right. is, is the sheep. As but the then, sheep. like literally, the only Marvin other, Miller. The only other credit is produced, written, and directed by yeah. what's his nuts. No other credits. And that's at all. Kenneth Hartford. Yeah. No one. Nobody else mattered. Like that was the only yeah. other qu- credit besides the cast. Yeah. And then because it probably literally was made by him. Yeah. Probably. Like. <laughs> Him and him alone. Yeah. There's no Writers Guild association. Ew. There's no, no credit no. of any kind going here. Someone bet on black in Vegas and won there's $50,000. No a- yeah, there's like, no AC. I'm making a movie. There's no. 50000 You really think it was that much? Well, they had to rent those Jeeps. Oh, and the tank. <laughs> and the tank. And the tank. The tank. Yeah. tank costs a lot of money. Okay. And that postcard of the castle, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we'll get to. And a couple of scuba flippers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, then, so, like, one, the main broad of this movie is is in a bar talking to the bartender, and, and they keep cutting to, like, showgirls, like, on their break or whatever, they finish the show, and then two tough guys walk in, and they're like, hey, lady, grr, and just start pushing her around yeah. in nonsense, and then there's a, a badly choreographed fight scene where she sort of beats them up, and 
Yeah, kicks one in the nuts. Yeah, mm-hmm. which strangely is I think the only nut kick we get in the entire movie. No, there's there was one more Ooh, later. There was one more when they're fighting terrorists. Uh, yeah, but that's when Jack, the friend of the ambassador, busts it. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, he goes, you pass the test. You still had <laughs> pass the test. Test of beating up two guys. Yeah. She's like, oh, you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, she, he, well, she says her line. It's like every two years you're rolling in my life and yeah. mess things up or whatever. Yeah. He was like, yeah. "But whatever. baby, I had to go no. overseas yeah. to the place, mm-hmm. and do some things. Come on, I had to get up early." And then he gets <laughs> super to some video about tapes. everything. <laughs> He's just like, "Yeah, I got a mission uh, of utmost importance. Got some friends, and uh, <laughs> if you happen to pass the training, we'll let you know what it is." Yeah, because he he she takes him back to the dressing room. Mm-hmm. Where all the showgirls are just standing around, oh, just and this, and this is chatting. Like the, this is the first excruciating scene because it literally he walks in, and he's like, "We got a mission. I can't tell you anything about it, um, but if you come, you're going to get five hundred dollars a week, and when it's done, you get twenty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars." And they're like, "Ooh, money! I like money." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like it begins about eight times of them going, "Well, what's the mission? <laughs> I can't tell you, but uh, well, you'll once you're picked, yeah, we're going to you tell you." Pass the if you pass the training. But mm-hmm. what's the what's the mission? I can't tell you once right. you are picked. It goes on. It's like watching Death Proof. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk in circles. Yeah. With all these chicks yelling over each other. Multiple scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get used to it. But like 20 of them volunteer. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Literally everyone in the room. Every woman in that room. Right. Volunteers. They all want money. And so they go out and they get in a van and ride out to the obstacle course training, <laughs> yes the training the military facility. obstacle course yeah which, which involves a rusted out drain pipe uh-huh. eight tires and a puddle mm-hmm. of water a puddle of water <laughs> and a wall and a plywood wall right that's it yeah yep. that is what the obstacle hey, course that, consists that puddle of. of water is at least a foot and a half across yeah and yeah. probably at least a, a couple inches deep. Yeah, it's tough to That's jump intimidating. in heels. The yeah. water was a little dirty. They weren't even... I know. <laughs> they were not wearing <laughs> heels. <laughs> <They> were... <laughs> no, but they're wearing, like, tank tops. They're all and, wearing white tank and tops Hooters and shorts. waitress shorts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And their hair is all done. And yeah. Camel toe shorts. Fabulous. Well, and they and they get out of this bus. Oh, or they, Not even a bus. It's like a cargo van. Yeah. It's a church van. But they yeah. get out, and there's, like, 25 of them that mm-hmm. get out of this little tiny van. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Like, you wonder if the back door, like, the way they <laughs> frame the, it, you wonder if the back door was open yeah, and they were, they were just running the back, them through the back. That's exactly because. what they were doing. They only had one van yes. for screen purposes. <laughs> well, Frank, it's, it's, Frank loaned him his van that It's the same day. thing as the plane right. at the end of the movie. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyway. That didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they all get out, and then the the general or whoever he is is just like, all right, ladies, you're going to be soldiers and we're just a top mm-hmm. secret mission, and this makes perfect sense to me. I'm a general girl. And <laughs> here's, here's your drill sergeant. Yeah. Yep. And, and then he's done, except for going off screen to ogle them through binoculars. <laughs> binoculars even though they're well, five feet the away. one girl with just a oh God, massive, massive rack. rack. Yeah. Jesus. Massive. <laughs> Every time he's looking, that's like the frame with, with the little with the little binocular outline on the frame. Uh-huh. It's so massive, it looks like her hips have boobs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's how far <laughs> down they're hanging. Yeah. To the point where it, it interferes with her learning how to shoot because she can't <laughs> yes, put the gun can't on her shoulder. <laughs> I no longer have a shoulder. Because <laughs> it's all boobs. It's like the boobs extend further it's like out. one big boob. <laughs> past her elbows. And <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there's there's a, a, an attempt at a montage of them getting better Ugh. during the morning at this obstacle course. Uh, but this is made by people who don't understand how montages work. No, because they just show a sequence of them doing badly, and then a sequence of them doing a tiny bit better, 
and then pretty much the same sequence of them doing a tiny bit better, and then cut to gun training. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then they shoot, they screw up, and like, I said, we, like we said, Boobs McGee can't shoot the gun mm-hmm. properly, so he's like, just nah. fire from the hip. And one girl shoots in the air, and the drill sergeant yells at her. And then she shoots fine. Yep. Yeah. And then and she... Then Everyone she the other. target, and then they yeah. go. All right, you've done so well. You can use the officer's pool. Right. Go get your bikinis on. Change in your swimsuits, and we're like, wait, <laughs> what? We'll announce who. Yep, <laughs> who has been selected for the squad? And then that, it's that bikini was the part, pool party. That was the part they they thankfully cut from Full Metal Jacket is when boot camp <laughs> is over. <laughs> if yeah. gets to the officer's yeah. pool, yeah. So yeah, they go and hang out at the pool and. Uh, some of them get in the pool, and some of them hang out at the pool, and they all sort of chat and make jokes that aren't really jokes. And mm-hmm. One girl's bitchy slash catty. Yeah, but they all think it's just charming and laughing, and they're uh, splashing each other. And, and then there's, like, the rival lady that's kind of reminds me of, like, a Meryl Streep fan, because she's just like, <laughs> oh, I should probably get picked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and, then, then, and then loudspeaker. Yeah, dude comes over the loudspeaker and just... Here's your choices. Here's who we've picked. Mm-hmm person's name yeah, of course jan yeah. because she's the leader and the one person who's got bothered to have a name so far right and so yeah dude, because literally <laughs> none of these women are given names no nope none jan. of them jan is the only well, one there's someone named tina i don't is that i don't know who that is but i don't know either yeah because no. all the rest of them literally in the credits yeah are, they are never referred to by name it says member of squad yeah in credits yeah and they're not distinctive in any way there's no, one that they're might supposed be British. to all be trained in certain like when he presents the squad. Yeah, because that's those... what they get to. They pick them all and they're like, all right. And they take him to the ambassador and the ambassador goes, what the fuck is this? Goes, Are you fucking kidding me? Show My girls. son is being held hostage. My poor son. And you bring me nine showgirls that you've only just trained today to save him in a barrel. And, and he's just like, well, man, we're out of options here. And he's like, no, fuck you. You got the goddamn military. Yeah. And that's what he and explains. you recruit showgirls. Yeah. And that's what he explains. Like, you don't understand. We, we got a demolitions expert. We got karate training. We got this. And they're all like nodding their heads like, yeah, I know demolitions. And it's like, yeah, it's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You don't just learn the word demolitions this yeah. week. You fucking It's like, idiot. if you're trained in demolitions, you're not working as a showgirl, whoever you are. And then, but the guy's like, oh man, we're out of options here, dude. And yeah. so he's like, all right, show me what you got. Send and so him. they karate chop the two guards there. And yeah. Which, the guy's you like, know. and he gives the knowing, <laughs> How like, rude. Yeah. And, and he gives the knowing, like, oh, oh okay. Oh, they can these beat chicks up guys do know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Konnichiwa, bitches. <laughs> so that's when <laughs> they're like, all right, here's your mission. And they send them to a hotel room, which. Get used to this hotel room. <laughs> this this because just becomes a rotation. They will of... walk into this hotel room yep. in the exact same shot mm-hmm. at least a half dozen times. At least. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they will show all of them file in. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, hey, check this place out. This is a really great hotel room, even though it is one of the ugliest hotel rooms I think I've ever seen. It's pretty awful, but they like it. But yeah, they get in the bedroom and there is a giant hot tub. Yeah. Hot tub. Humongous hot tub. <laughs> And they're like, hey, check it out. Hot tub. But one of them goes, oh, wait. I heard that there was a water, water shortage, shortage. Yeah. in the desert. Maybe we should all just fill it up and all get in there at once. Mm-hmm. Cut, so, two. cut two. That's <laughs> usually what the dude, like, there's, there should there be a should token be a, dude, like, a, a dude well, accompanying we're them. Yeah. Desert, there's a water shortage yeah. here in Flagstaff. They just forgot to include that character. Yeah. For some reason, that dude who thought of this plan Jan becomes didn't the come one. along. Yeah, Jan becomes the dude. Right. He's like, oh, Jan. Let's all get in the tub. <laughs> so they do. Yeah. So cut to 
All the chicks in the tub. Mm-hmm. Which so and get used to that too. Yeah, they're all in the tub and they're splashing around and they're doing their stupid jokes and everything. And then the phone starts ringing, and then they start making jokes about the phone ringing, and then they start bitching about the phone ringing. <laughs> Meanwhile, they keep cutting to the phone that's ringing. ringing. <laughs> it's like answer the goddamn <laughs> phone. This man's son. <laughs> you are highly trained. His commandos. life is in your hands, dude. Highly trained. Really, we're gonna go with highly, highly tra- trained. Trained no. by the finest. Soldiers, they are getting twenty five grand apiece. They, they literally to save to, this kid, they and they pl- can't even plus answer a thousand dollars for their two weeks of training. Yeah, yeah. They, no, they literally went to a software boot camp where it was one day of like <laughs> yeah. you're going to learn everything you need to know yep. about soldiering. <laughs> yeah. in one day, exactly. You're MSCE now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so finally, they get the phone, <laughs> and someone on the phone says something, and then they all get into jeeps and they drive Jeep, across sweet, the. Jeep. the Arizona desert. Sweet Jeep. They basically they find a camp. Yeah. And they sweet well, they, like sneak all these in. Du- well, this, this is like kind of night because they sneak in because like all these dudes are playing poker or having a nap or drinking cigars. Yeah. yeah. And they just bust in the door and shoot everyone. Murder everyone. One gets knifed. Uh huh. One gets stabbed. One there's, gets the net. I think a slow net neck break maybe or something. I don't know. Yeah. There's some mild hand to hand combat, but basically chicks bust in. Kill all the dudes and then roll back out in the jeeps and then cut to because they didn't find the guy. Cut to them walking in the hotel room <laughs> and getting stripping down tub. and getting in the hot tub and yeah. then and then and complaining then the phone about, rings. How about complaining about how yes. hard their day was. Right, like, oh, that was a so tough, dirty, tough day, yeah. murdering, tired, oh, jeep riding. Oh, let's get in the tub. Oh, the phone's ringing. Who's gonna get the phone this time? <laughs> and then this repeats this weird ass cycle where. They they go to a camp and murder a bunch of dudes and then come back and get in the tub and the phone rings and then they go murder some dude. It's like <laughs> it is a sequence. Yeah, it's, like they do this three times in a row. Right, and then the fourth time they go out oh, and they actually just go out and drive around. They don't murder anybody. Yeah, but they go drive around and then like they're getting into the tub and then one of, they get the phone call. Right, and she's like then they they, we, they, we they didn't skip find the anybody. tub part entirely. We didn't find anybody. <laughs> and he's like because you can never hear the person on the phone. He's like. <laughs> And then one of them they go to, they just sneak in, and there's a tank. Yeah, there's a bunch of dudes in tents, and so they're not in tents. They're yeah. they're in structures known as tents. But I, I think it's Jan. <laughs> Those dudes are in tents. Jan like sneaks up next to the guy on the tank yeah. and gives him the, the hug of death because she just kind of hugs him from behind. Oh, and goes, she just gently uh, wraps her arm around loving, him. Yeah, she lovingly <laughs> slides her, her arm around him. It's just neck. like sleep. and he's like, oh, <laughs> I'm in love, and passes out. Yeah. It's yeah. been a long time since I've had the caress, gentle oh, caress of a woman. Oh, <laughs> a lady. Pass out from all the blood rushing. She does from my the head. and like half these dudes are very clearly just USC students. They are just <laughs> dudes, you know, with tans. They are not Arab in any way, but whatever. No. So, like, yeah, there's this, there's a tank there, which they get in and just roll it around a little bit. Well, they shoot and, once. Yeah. Yeah, and they shoot they some stuff. They menace a little and, bit with the tank. Yeah. And then the uh, everyone else in the Jeeps takes off and... So they drive the tank about a mile out of the camp and then get and then out and leave get it. get out and leave it and jump in the Jeeps and go back and take a bath. Yeah. But <laughs> one, one of these times when they go back to the hotel room, they go to the side entrance and they're all... We, we didn't the mention first their, time. their uniform, which is... Yeah. It short shorts sure. and a sort of a, a desert looking shirt mm-hmm. and berets Brays. with like mm-hmm. Hellcats with dynamite and like knee high hooker boots yeah. and M16s and M16s yeah yep. and they just walk through the hotel like this but they, but they, well, they went in the side entrance yeah. still it's not like their room was right well, next to well, the well, side well, entrance let me point out, they, they went in the quote unquote side entrance because they were nowhere near an actual hotel yeah and it was just a door on the side of a structure. building that was like right a quote unquote side entrance yeah. 
that wasn't stock footage of whatever. But at least they explained it. Yeah. <laughs> but they still like walk into the room and the same shot of everybody pouring mm. in the door with yeah. rifles and everything. It's like, okay, yeah. you may have gone in the side entrance, but at some point you were walking through a hotel mm-hmm. in this ridiculous uniform carrying M16s. Mm-hmm. Perfectly okay in of course. Arabistan yeah. or wherever it's they were. <laughs> at least, dude. Arabistan. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, the the, the mm. process repeats a few times, and, and then, then, they, then they cut out the bath part entirely. Then it just becomes they yeah. come into the room, the phone rings, they go back out, they just drive in the jeeps and then drive back, and mm-hmm. they they cut out the the best parts, which are the murdering of dudes and the bath. Mm-hmm. It just becomes the driving and the walking into the hotel room, mm-hmm. which is irritating. But then yeah. they then they're all asleep. One night after after a long drive, yes, and they're just all sprawled see. out all over this hotel room, and all the terrorist dudes bust in and you know catch them by surprise, and then capture Allowed them. them to get dressed. Yes, yeah, even of- though they outnumber the terrorist guys, mm-hmm. yeah, and supposedly have training. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. all that. I guess you just need a good night's sleep. Yeah, like if if you're well, they were too tired. If you're awakened too early, you cannot fight. No, well, the fighting is yeah. out of the question. It was because I got, kept having to get up and be out and ready yeah. at five a.m. They really like yeah. for well, four days straight. They didn't have enough coke. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus, they were doing a, a showgirls routine at nine o'clock at night. Oh yeah, there was and midnight. Yeah, yeah. that's right. They do because their cover story was that they were working in this club, mm-hmm. which is run by this asshole who hates all the asshole patrons of his club who, who hate him. Yeah. Well, he's like the American <laughs> that's there. Yeah, and I know. All the like they're all speaking in subtitled. Right. But they're all like indistinct Arabic language. Yeah, they're saying, saying, you know, like, we hate your club and you stink. And he's like, yeah, fuck you. And that keeps going back and forth. But Mm -hmm. it's like, why would you come to this man's (laughs) club if you hate everything about it? And why would you build a club in a place that you hate? Maybe it's the only club there. Yeah, maybe. Dennis Farina is an asshole. (laughs) It was a little Dennis Farina-ish. Yeah. But anyway, that's, a, but that's anyway. not important. No. Yeah. Their anyway. cover story is not important. And that's all, what made that Andy is... Sedaris movie look genius was mm-hmm. the, the whole showgirl cover story and whatever movie that was was mm-hmm. pure genius compared to this one. Yeah, so. but they, they're kidnapped and they're brought into... It looks like the same dungeon. It's the same dungeon. As, mm-hmm. But now they're brought before the Sheik. Right. Robbie and, the Robot. <sighs> yeah. He basically says, I know your commandos. Your commandos. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no, we're showgirls. Watch. Da, 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 uh, da. Yeah. <laughs> and like some of them try to do a little number and the others don't uh, even give a shit. But no, but he's just yelling at them and he's not even really asking them anything. He's just like, just admit your commandos. Yeah, just admit that you killed them. And they're my like, men. no, we're, no, we're showgirls. I think you're commandos. Yeah. And, and then he brings in a tiger. <laughs> There's yeah, a, this movie has a real tiger. live tiger. Mm-hmm. And the girl's like, oh God, oh no. And he's just like, Tell me what I want to know, or I will feed you to the tiger one by one. Yep. And so they, they pull Jan off of the, mm-hmm. the chains and put her on the floor and, and raise her shirt up so to expose her back. Because, mm-hmm. you know, tigers love that. Says, yeah, the tiger is very hungry. <laughs> right. Tigers love tummies. So, yeah. And so the tiger's just laying, on, um, the, num, num, num. But now the laying sheik, on the floor. Yeah. But now the sheik is getting mad, and he's stomping his foot. Tell me what I want to know. Tell me what I want to know. And every time he stomps his foot, they cut to a shot of a fake tiger tail Swishing by. Swishing back, back, and, back forth and forth under the... F- Narrowly under- missing yes. the stomping foot. So, you know what's coming. And, like, on the third time, he stomps his foot down, which hits the tiger's tail. Tiger turns around and mauls him. <laughs> and just... Which- well, I mean, Friendly Tiger is mauling his trainer, sort of, which is just basically playing with him. But mauling the dude. And this somehow yeah. allows all of them to escape by beating up the guards. Mm-hmm. Well, one, one, you know, one was already unchained. Right. So she started kicking some ass and then... Eventually, untying one and then kicking one, more kicking ass, some and, ass, and then they pair up, and yeah, 
So they get yeah. away. Well, no, because well, they hang out for a while yeah. and sort of taunt the dude who's being well, they, he's they, being eaten, but he's also talking to them. Well, he's saying like, they're saying if you tell us where the guy is, we'll get the tiger off you. And they're like, please, please get tiger so off me. I will not. He says where the dude is, <laughs> and they go, "All right, see ya." <laughs> yeah, cold. And the one chick says, "Bon appetit, kitty." Yeah, as she walks out, kitty, 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 and <laughs> kitty, but kitty, kitty, just kitty, kitty, like kitty, touch it. The tiger turning around and mauling him yeah. was just, even though you saw the tail swishing, you just didn't expect it to end that way. I certainly didn't. It was so no. just <laughs> out of the fucking blue. It was literally a cartoon at that point. Mm-hmm. It was cats yeah. in rocking chairs. It was just like, really? <laughs> this yep. is where we're going here? All right. Well, it's not the last time it's going to become no, a cartoon. No, it's true. It, yeah. I was not anticipating the cartoon and, ending either. But then they, they, they get away, and mm-hmm. I think they go out well, on patrol they, one more time. For whatever reason, they even in, even though they know, no, no, what happens is they get back, and no, they're is, also tired, and the phone rings. No, 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 because they walk through the desert. That's oh, when that's they, right. the dude with oh, the camels yeah, comes yeah, okay, by. Okay, okay. Because what happens is, dude with camels rolls up, and they're like camels, and they talk to the dude, and the Got dude doesn't speak English, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that goes nowhere, and the dude leaves with the camels, and then dude rolls up in a truck. And they're and talking. They're, they're to all the, talking at him at once. Like, yeah. ah, help us drive us. And he's like, out. wow, how did I get so lucky to have all these beautiful women? I will make a lot of money selling you. And they're all like, wee! Yeah, and they good. jump in the truck. And it was like, well, before, yep. at first he was doing the, like, I don't speak your language. Because yeah, he's like, then, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and then like, all of a sudden he's like, oh, the beautiful girls. And they're like, oh. It's like he was rolling through his like, yeah. universal translator there. And but then like, he oh. basically like threatens to sell them into sex slavery. Sure. And they all gleefully jump in the truck and then cut to them walking back into their hotel room like, oh, what a day. Yeah. It's like, what, <laughs> what happened? To the- they were trained. They got away uh, oh, from they, okay. no problem. The demolitions expert yeah. finally kicked in and did some demolitions. Sure. They didn't have anything to worry about. They demolitioned his face. <laughs> right. But anyway, they get... I thought they went on patrol one more time, which didn't make any sense, because I thought they went on patrol one more time and then got the phone call after they came back again. And then, like, that was like, hey... No, they all finally get back to the hotel room, and they're still in, like, their yeah, but they do, and they stuff do that go they had out been one more time. Yeah, they went out, like, one more time for no reason, yeah. even though the, the sheik told them where the guy was, because yeah. they get... Apparently, that phone call only comes when they come back from going somewhere. Right. And the phone call comes, and, and she's like, hey, listen. Yeah. We know where he is. He's at so-and-so. Where is that? And right. they, and you yeah, because they went out looking for it, couldn't find it, right. rolled back. That's then they got the phone call. It's like, we know where it is, but we don't know where it is. And yeah. dude tells them, and then they roll back out with their scuba gear. Well, because she goes, <laughs> wait, maybe that person on the phone isn't really our friend, and now they're going to go capture him or something. So, yeah. So then she gives her idiotic pep talk of like hey come on we have to go come on hey 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 because <laughs> they're all just like yeah. sleeping and all the girls are like out. we're They've so passed out yeah we fought a tiger it's been a long, <laughs> long day. day and she's just bitching at them and then finally just starts screaming at them yeah. not really saying anything just like mm-hmm. get up yeah yeah so yeah. but then they, it cuts to them they're in the jeep again it's but they're jeep. all they're all wearing bikinis this time, and we're like, wait, Because they're going swimming, Why? And they have spear guns. Because it, it, it wasn't really established, and then it was like... <laughs> well, he did say, like, by the lake. By the lake. By yes. the lake. It, why by would they, a lake. Yeah. So that means ditch the guns, it's spear gun time Spear gun only. time, obviously, because yeah. they might run into sharks. So <laughs> sure. they drive around, Mormon. stop, go, do you see anything? Nope. 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 Hey, we don't see anything. Keep going. Keep going. And then they drive like another 500 like the most feet. blatantly filler I scene. Know. They drive another ever. 500 feet. It's like, oh, there's the lake. And it's just giant fucking lake. Yeah. 
It's like, how did you not see It's probably Lake, Lake Mead. Yeah, which, <laughs> which they roll up on and then gingerly sort of drive towards it Down downhill. I, I swear. For like five straight minutes, just, just rolling. I swear she couldn't find the parking brake. Yeah, it's just like, because it was like, it was like, I was trying to put it in. in <laughs> yeah. How does the, <laughs> how, the Jeep how, stop, the Jeep, how stop Jeep? Stop the Jeep. Stop. Jeep won't stop. So they Sweet get out Jeep and they, they like suit up. They start putting on snorkels yeah. and flippers. They put on fins and yeah. snorkels and to a mask. swim across this lake that they could have walked across <laughs> it's or like gone around. around. Gone it's, around. They were at the it edge. Is of, like, it's a puddle. It is three feet deep <laughs> at most. Yeah, and they all have to scuba the fifty yards across the lake right. to get to the castle. The castle, which, which they've established suddenly, in these faraway shots, this Transylvanian castle postcard that they've set at up at night. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's in dusk. They're in full-blown daylight. <laughs> it's amazing. Just a castle on a mountain in the desert next uh, to a lake. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but then cut to them crawling through a tunnel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of which some aqueduct. They're thing. going to show every one of these chicks crawling through the tunnel and complaining about crawling through the tunnel. Oh, it's Jesus like it's Christ. wet. There's a spider. Oh, this tunnel knees. is long. Why are <laughs> we in bikinis? Dumb. <laughs> yep. But then they get out and spear. Two guys are talking and obviously are talking about a belly dancer or something. Yeah, just something talk, sexist, just making the universal sign for curvy woman, mm-hmm. and that that intolerance and one won't chick, stand. <laughs> one chick uses a spear to spear them both through the gut, right. and they're all like, "Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, sweet, <laughs> nice job." And then and they go in the room. Go and in the room. There's, there's the, the guy. <laughs> Other guy's dead. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, we got the sun. Let's go back. Right. So, so they do. cut to them outside, going back to the three-foot-deep lake. Mm-hmm. And then one of and them suddenly has a container of gasoline, which yep. apparently they've been pouring ever <laughs> since they left the castle. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I mean, giant, like, 20-gallon container of gasoline. Which would go about, I don't know, 20 feet yeah. in the desert. But no, mm-hmm. they've made this trail of gasoline all the way back to where they are, and then they light it. And then and that's how we knew the one chick was the demolitions expert. Uh, oh, okay. Because she brought matches. Because, yeah. <laughs> so they light the gasoline and the castle fucking explodes. <laughs> it just well, it's it's a shot of the castle, which then cuts it's to so a full screen explosion. And then like some wooden structure is burning it at lo- nighttime. It looks like footage from an old Hercules movie because yeah. it's like it's all wooden and it look it looks like an old palace burning from. <sighs> yeah, and then they bizarre. and then there's like some '60s Dracula exterior castle that's like split in half and sort yeah. of burning. It's just whatever they could find. It is all footage they found at the library or yeah, something, just, and they've just spliced <laughs> it into the movie. Yeah, they mm-hmm. just found some some free footage somewhere, and they're just yeah. like, oh, we can put a castle. Yeah, in this. that works. <laughs> but that that explosion happens, and then they of course got to swim back across the three foot deep, yeah. like which With the best sun. The, <laughs> The best part, part yeah, the, is that the, the the sun is still pretty much unconscious, <laughs> yeah. and they're kind of just dragging him along, and then they all kind of get out of the water, but forget him and for just a second. Leave him face and down. He starts drowning. actually floating, like the, sinking. The <laughs> actor at least went with it to where he was committed to being unconscious because he just floats. I mean, he does not like, hey, you know, try to breathe or anything. He just goes under and floats around until finally someone's like, oh, oh we yeah. should probably get the guy we're rescuing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then they get back in jeeps and run away, and then all of a sudden, there's like a dying guy on the on the comms that's yeah. trying to tells them that they're going to the going airport. To the airport. Uh, and then this weird camouflage limo Humvee thing starts, starts chasing them and yeah, shooting at them. Because 
very quickly early on, it's established that you have until like 10 a.m. on the 31st day. And if you're not there at 10 a.m., we're taking off. Mm-hmm. So they roll up on the runway and the plane is already going. Now, this this three seater airplane is going. <laughs> it's like Cessna. a little Cessna. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the pilot and one other person can see, sit comfortably in this Mega plane. Megaforce, this ain't. <laughs> no, yeah. it is not a cargo plane. But, so we've got <laughs> nine of these chicks <laughs> and a hostage. We yeah. have to paint this picture because they're rolling up. In the jeeps uh-huh. to catch up to this plane, and yep. it's taxiing, and they're all waving it like, "Hey, wait, wait, we got a guy, wait!" And then next Pl- shot plane is doesn't give a fuck. Next <laughs> shot is jeeps are gone, and the girls are running faster than the plane and yep. catching up to it. <laughs> they just yep. suddenly enter the frame, running like <laughs> we've caught the plane. It's like <laughs> what? what? Huh? A second ago, the jeeps were having trouble keeping up. Yeah, and like so, six of them get in. Sure, and then it cuts to the other four dragging the dude. Like, come on, come on, dude, and then they get into the plane and right. and drag like the guy they're rescuing is the last one to get in the plane because he's still pretty much unconscious they're pulling him in yeah i mean he almost falls off the back of the yeah. plane the one reason they were there they're yeah. like oh we're all in the plane they should have pushed him in yeah. first <laughs> nope no but then somehow that plane takes off so sure. <laughs> that yep. overloaded plane then cut to them back in the ambassador's office going hey we got your son yeah. and jack's like hey here's all your money Things Hooray. are great, right? Everything's great. Everyone's like, yeah, sweet. Everyone wins. And right. Jan's like, no. Nuh-uh. Somebody was feeding information. It's, it couldn't, there's something wrong here. Something's fishy. And all the girls are like, who gives a fuck? We saved the guy. They paid us. Let's yeah, get out of here. Yeah, we got the money. The guy is safe. This thing is over. What do you care? Shut up, Jan. Yeah. Jan's like, no, it's not over. And so the secretary walks into the ambassador's secretary walks into the room and Jan just punches her in the face. Yep. Just just says it has to like, be you. Oh, hi everybody's punch. <laughs> and her reasoning is she's the only one nobody would have suspected. Right. So that's why she had to be the one who yeah. was guilty. Which then leads to them ripping off her face to reveal it's a dude. Uh-huh. Yep. A dun, dude. Dun, dun. <laughs> to which they have this whole conversation where they go. Were, at first, the ambassador was like, why'd you punch Anne? <laughs> it was like, Anne or Andy. Or Andy. So they have to say that every single time. But they talk Anne here or Anthony. Anthony or Andrew yeah, or just a- any Anton. name. Yeah. And that just finally leads to the joke of them saying, you know, what the hell is your name anyway? He's like, Fred. Fucking Scooby-Doo ending at the end of this movie. Yeah, but yes, it is literally Scooby-Doo because they yank a mask off him and it's a completely different person with a different build and everything. Yeah. I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't really who health squad. <laughs> you damn showgirls. He never explains what he was doing. No. Her, the plan like, makes no I was s- killing innocent Arabs. Yeah, they yeah, kept which, sending us to kill, and it's like... They keep... They, they, they mention that a couple times. Like, I don't... Maybe we were killing civilians. It's like, what? Civilians just hanging out with a tank? In tents? Yeah. With guns? <laughs> I mean... Nope. No. Mm. So, whatever. I don't, I don't know what the, what that secondary plot was, but but they foiled it. Because they're Boy, the Hell Squad. They? <laughs> yep. Yeah. The Catch end. the Hell Squad girls <laughs> next time in Reno. Then <laughs> roll the, credits with that song yeah. again. Repeated. Da, da, da. <laughs> Come back for the sequel, Purgatory Force. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Heller Force. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. Hell Squad. Um, so a couple and things we, before we rate. Yes. We should mention the boom mics in, in yes. general throughout They're, the movie. The boom mics should have been credited in the movie. Yeah. Like, I'd say if it was... They should have earned their cards. Yeah, if it was an indoor shot, three-fourths of those shots would have the boom mic. Yeah, but not only that, there's there's literally a couple scenes where you can see the top of the set, as yeah. you kept pointing out. Yep. Yeah. Like, the walls were not 
The wall would high. stop, and then you would see the you know the, the back start of the lights. Yeah. But the the most egregious one was they're they're in the uh, the auto museum, <laughs> and uh, I think it's supposed to be the auto museum in the Imperial Palace yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. But um, this is a scene like before they actually leave to go to their training camp thing, and the, this is when they're actually finding yeah. out exactly what it is. They're yeah. Gonna be like doing. Jack is like calling him in and like actually give you know telling him they're going to go in this country and rescue the ambassador's son mm-hmm. and there's this one shot where the boom mic is literally the entire corner of the shot yep yeah. and just, just the boom mic is hell to be yeah. there the whole mic not the tip <laughs> he's like, just happy to have a yeah. to have a job yeah. <laughs> it's like he's finally getting his sad card he's like <laughs> right i'm in a movie and plus, supposedly, <laughs> hey, Ma, the, i'm in a movie <laughs> plus they're supposedly in this museum like 20 minutes before it opens or after it closes or something yeah, there's, and there's, there's, there's a guy there's wandering a, there's around, a guy around in the background sure not the best made movie we've ever seen. No. No. <laughs> all right. Not at all. Unless anybody has, has any other thoughts, let's rate it. Um, the soundtrack stupid enough to earn a Stargrove? It's stock music. There's no way. No. 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 no way. No way. Okay. Just throwing it out there. I mean, there's there's some bits of it that are catchy, but man, it's just but stock it, music used repeatedly. Is, yeah, and it is not timed to anything on screen. Oh, no. At there's, all. There's literally a sad trombone part when yeah. the, <laughs> the guy's getting chained up, I think. <laughs> yes, there is. Or they no, throw him into the... Or it was when they threw the food at him. I think it was before... I think it was the, like, the first time they threw Chain, him in the yeah. cage or in the, the room with the chains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, no. No Stargrove. No Stargrove Does whatsoever. not qualify. No. Okay. Did not no. finish. No. Didn't earn a Stargrove now. <laughs> uh, so rating. Um, yep. I can rate it. Okay, go, go for it. it. Do uh, it. I will give it. I will give it two bags. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, um, no. <laughs> it would be a one bag as like a. I would barely not recommend it for production, but it's so so badly produced. I mean, it, it's it's odd because it's almost so terrible. It's good almost, but the whole movie felt like. As we were talking about Bond last week, imagine a, a room or a, a squad full of good knights. That's what this movie was. Where oh, it's just like <laughs> there's there no reason for any of these women to be here. They're complaining the whole time and they're completely incompetent. Yeah. And it just it's it gets to be painful at a certain point. But they in time. get naked a lot. I I know they do. I, yeah. I I'm aware of this, but I'm sorry. There's it's, not quite enough freedom to lift it out of the doldrums. No, yeah. like at least five of the girls would not Yep. Ever yeah, always had I could I could, bore, I could borderline one jocks it, but I am saying this is so poorly made it's it's a it's a or it's a I'm sorry, I could barely one bag it, but this is so poorly made it's actually a two bagger. I'm sorry. Okay. Well let me cancel that out and give it two jocks. Okay. Uh going strictly on the Burdemic level of filmmaking, which is yes, it is made by the worst less least talented people on the planet it is terrible in every way shape or form execution acting writing directing all of that it's bullshit it makes no sense fucking vegas showgirls trained for a day and became elite fighting women who are not elite at all no dumb however however very entertaining we made it even more so that to me is the is the mark of something that I would recommend to other people who want to watch a cheesy bad movie. So mm-hmm. I recommend it with two jocks. BJ, um, and I'm going to have to drop it back down. Uh, <laughs> there's a part of me that wants that wants to give it a single jocks, but I know which part. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Follow your heart, PJ. N- no, no, it's not my heart, actually. Um, <laughs> the cockles of your heart. <laughs> maybe below the, the heart. Maybe cockles. the heart of my cockles. Um, maybe the subcockles. <laughs> <laughs> no, but right. really, this is one of those movies that is trying to round the corner from 
from bad back to good and it just it it doesn't have the gas doesn't have the steam doesn't have the power or endurance to get back around okay um so it's a sad racehorse <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yes it is a it's it, like it's like glue. Gonna, it's glue halfway around the track <laughs> right in the final race got no shot at all right <laughs> so so it it because of that because it falls short mm-hmm. um and it's not good enough to swing it back around the other way it it's a two bags i'm sorry Jesus gave it two bags, too. <laughs> Damn you, Jesus. Not again. <laughs> Hell okay. Squad. Hell Squad. Rate it, Mac. Two jocks. Yeah. This wow, is, so it got a, a true weird. neutral movie. Yeah, but no. I mean, I'm, I'm almost tempted to go three. I was tempted to go three. Wow. Because, like... I'm tempted to we go have, three bags. I have not laughed this hard in a long, long time it at is a movie. enjoyably bad. But this is not a solo movie by any stretch of the imagination. You keep, Like, unless you are really high on something, I don't know. Like, that's probably the only way that you can enjoy this solo. But this is among the best. Like, just sit here and yell at the TV. Mm-hmm. Because the dialogue we had in ages, yeah, yeah, and everything is just so ridiculous, and it's so inept that it's charming, <laughs> yeah, because it's so like it's it's one of those where it's not it can't be intentional, like they're just that bad, yeah, oh yeah, they're terrible, you know, which I can appreciate that level of terribleness. Oh, I, I, I absolutely can. Like I, I find a charm to Birdemic in in a weird sort of way, but like these women were just so. Bad, just whiny all the time and complaining. Yeah. That's what and made the premise even better. Over each other. Yeah, yeah, and that's why it's not higher for me is because yeah. of those things. But I mean, when that tiger attacked that dude, <laughs> yeah, I was just dumbfounded that that was happening <laughs> on the screen, and that's saying something for all the shit that was happening in this movie up to that point. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, forget the premise of Vegas Short Girls. But I just. I just love that these are people who look up to Fred Olin Ray are like, God, I wish I could do it as well as he does. Yeah. Ugh. That's a bold statement right there. That but is, it's it's true. It's accurate. It's I mean, it's got to be accurate. Yeah, my sub my sub rating would be three PBRs on the movie hipsters. Ratings, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> yeah. Bad movie hipsters. But no, they, this, but it also needs to fix it because this movie needs some work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. But I'll, I'll say I enjoyed the hell out of it mm-hmm. in its ineptness. Yes. Okay. So there you go. There you go. It's a thing. Not for bad movie amateurs. No. That's for sure. (laughs) Professionals only, please. (laughs) Or unless you go through a day's training on an obstacle course. There you go. Don't forget your silvery moose knuckle shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Moose knuckles the others. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's for the... Fellas, (laughs) Fellas, <laughs> anyway. I'm recommending it for the fellas. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Let's take a break. Okay. All right. Right and welcome back. Hey, it's the <laughs> second half. Second half. Yeah, yeah. Half number two of the Bad Movie Fiends podcast, more brought to you by stuff. movies. Welcome. More let's stuff. let's talk about Bond first, shall we? Hey, yeah, I've heard of those. <laughs> James Bond movies. Uh huh. 
We watched a bunch of them. We did. <laughs> All Actually, we watched only one. one this week. Yeah. A Spy Who Loved Me. A yeah, Spy, spy Who, who Loved Me. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are we singing Connery voice? <laughs> I don't know. Because it's nowhere near this Because movie. it's your favorite voice. Everyone loves a Connery <laughs> voice. Because there is no Roger Moore voice. Yeah. There really isn't. No, you just can't do it. There sort of is. So, <laughs> The Spy Who Loved Me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Disco Bond. Big break, two and a half, almost three years between mm-hmm. Man with a Golden Gun and this one. Yep, almost as big they were the one like, from right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they were kind of like, hey, um, are we going to do another Bond movie or not? Mm-hmm. And so they kind of threw all their chips in and said, here's a big budget, let's do it. It's on. So they, <sighs> to me, it plays like a greatest hits of all the earlier Bond stuff. You could say that. Because the plot <laughs> is very much You Only Live Twice. Yep. You know, there's the setting is very Thunderball. There's a lot of underwater stuff. Mm-hmm. The love interest is pretty much, you know, the best one we've had since On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Which they mention. Mm-hmm. Yep. You got this. Yeah, they mentioned that he was married. Which pisses him off. Yep. <laughs> so, well, wouldn't it piss you off? No, I know, but it's just interesting that they brought it up and he's like, yeah. how dare you? And I like that they did it in an organic way, yeah. too. Yeah. It wasn't like... Yeah, she's just listing off what she knows about him and mm-hmm. gets to that, and he's like, well, this is over. Yeah, we're done <laughs> yeah. here. But they also, you know, you got the silent henchman mm-hmm. in Jaws. Mm-hmm. You got also uh, Fight on the Train, like yeah. from Russia with Love. Yep. So, yeah, it is very much, like, that's kind of recycle some of the stuff, and it's been long enough people probably don't remember, right? Yeah. Yeah, we took such a long break. Yeah. And it's a different dude, and, mm-hmm. you know... It's new to you. And I don't know, to me, it kind of works. Like, it, it makes it so suddenly Roger Moore has a big plot going on because they kind of scaled it back in the past two. And this one's more like the old Bonds where it's like, holy shit, nuclear war is at hand, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, there are much bigger stakes than there were in the past two movies. Yeah, it, it, they, they definitely went back to the crazy madmen trying to blow up the world for whatever reason. Yes, but I do appreciate that Bond's like, all right, how much money do you want? And he's like... Fuck you. I don't want money. Yeah. I, I don't was, need money. I was happy that they put that in because obviously the dude is a bazillionaire. Yeah. The dude has no need for money whatsoever. Yeah. But he's got a really sweet dining room. Yeah. That's like an underwater aquarium thing with the walls open up and there's mm-hmm. sharks and walls set to music. Yeah. 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 It's pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah speaking, this, of, speaking of music, can, I, can we mention the one musical cue? Did everybody yes, else catch it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was, go- I was about to talk about that. All right. The. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which <laughs> apparently was put in as a temp track. Right. And everyone liked it so much. They're like, eh, keep it. Sure. Why not? And same composer because John Barry is not back for this one. No. The recently lost, but still great composer, Marvin Hamlish. Yep. Oscar nominated for his crazy disco score. Oh, God. The disco score. I wish that, I wish that this score had been in Live and Let Die. This is the score, not the song, but the score. I wish like this score had been in Live and Let Die because this is the funky score that Live and Let Die needed. Somewhat. They hammer the Bond theme a lot. Like, yeah. it, like it's interesting, too, in that they kind of distance themselves from the Bond theme and from the Martini, mm-hmm. you know, shaking out stirred stuff mm-hmm. in the past two. And this one, they're just like, fuck it. It's Bond. Like, yeah. you got to have these things. Well, I mean... So it's... then, I mean, they are hammering the the Bond theme so much when he's doing anything in the second half. Mm-hmm. But I do love when he cuts the power on the one thing, he yanks the cord and it cuts the and music. they literally cut the music out yeah. at that instant, which yeah, is pretty, pretty cool. 
awesome. Yeah. It's funny because like the song "Live and Let Die" would work better for the man with the golden gun. Just like the theme yeah. of it and the and the the idea of it. Yeah, I know. It's 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 weird how <laughs> yeah. sort of you need to swap around the music of these three movies to make them fit yeah. better. But again, they did the. This is the another one of the. It's a song without necessarily being just a theme song. I mean, right. this was a very popular song. Oh yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we sort of already had our fights about this. I think it's a great song. I think the song itself is great. I, I think just from a pure like singing standpoint, it is just a great song. Yeah, but it's not a song that gets me pumped to watch a Bond movie. But to like, counter that, this is called The Spy Who Loved Me, and at the heart of this movie, it's supposed to be a romance, mostly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't have a song, I The guess, Spy Who Loved but, Me, with a rockin' theme. But I yeah, mean, but it's so light 107 to me. Ah, it's like, here's your smooth, easy listening favorites. Get used to this. It wasn't back 80s. then, though. Get used to it. Yeah, I know. The next few are all They're all crap. like this. No, they're not crap. They're, they're just like easy this. easy listening crap. Oh, God damn it. But I mean, that's the thing. You have Bond <laughs> skiing down a mountain in a much better sequence than was in On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, yeah. With all the <laughs> disco and just mm-hmm. disco Bond theme, and he's turning around shooting dudes. Turning his ski poles into a gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so much awesome stuff. And then he freaking jumps off the side of a mountain and parachutes away. And then all of a sudden, it's like, here's your smooth, easy listening song. I don't know. I, I mean, they should have, like... I thought it was pretty smooth. I mean, yeah. I thought it was like... Yeah, I but it was I mean, cool. imagine he does that, and then you crank into, like, On Her Majesty's Secret Services theme or something. I don't That'd know. That'd be kind of awesome. Or just surely Bassy belting he, the shit out of something. <laughs> he skis Tell down... Tell me that wouldn't fucking yeah, but rule. He skis so down much this more mountain. than Carly Simon. He skis down this mountain and, and just free falls off of it for, like, a good minute where there's no music, no sound or anything, just wind. And then the parachute comes out and they mm-hmm. hit the music and then they launch right into nobody does it better. It's like, yes, nobody d- does that shit. Look what he just did. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, she's cupping the parachute and everything. And then it, and the, the, the credits sequence. are awesome. He's yeah. jumping around on a trampoline and yeah. shit. I mean, it is, it is the best credit sequence yet because there's nipples and gymnastics <laughs> and trampolines. I'm pretty and sure it was full on Bush in one of them. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, yeah. It, was, it was very clear. There was like three girls that run out at the same time and one's butt naked and the other two are wearing something. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just because it wasn't very well concealed as they usually no, are. No, I know. And as a kid, but, I always thought I was getting away with something watching these movies. I'm sure. like, I could see that. Yeah, but then there's true. like the gymnasts on the gun. Yeah. You know, that, I mean, that was cool. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. Okay. We'll have to disagree on that one. Well, I just, I don't. I'm not a fan of the easy listening Bond songs, even though You Only Live Twice is my favorite one, <laughs> which I will admit is a little different, but. Okay. Just I, just sure. the, the late 70s, early 80s ones, just that style of music is not my thing at all, but. I will say some years later, the re, the casting for the remake was very weird. I don't think Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel looked anything like Barbara Bach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Agent Triple X. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a strange uh, choice. Uh, yeah. yeah, and. She's good, but not great. I like, don't think she's like, good. She's not very. <laughs> she's still somewhat inept. Well, that's uh, yeah. And boy, they hammer that point home in the whole driving sequence when oh, he is yeah. just ridiculing the shit out of her. <laughs> He's just like women drivers. I, th- I thought and other than that, she was and, she was holding her own more so than most of them. Yeah, but the, uh, but the driving thing, yes, well, yeah, yeah, especially like, compared to the last two. Sure, but like the biggest flaw of her character and it's the the story's fault really is that for the entire third act where they are murdering hundreds of actual extras in in that whole sequence at the end she's not in it 
She's yeah. been kidnapped and taken away, and she's in the Slave Leia outfit mm-hmm. that every Bond villain seems to be doing at this point, which is kidnap female lead, put her in skimpy outfit, yeah. and place her by the pool. Yeah. <laughs> so he can touch her with his web fingers. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is weird that they didn't acknowledge that, and you really only see it in one or two shots. It, apparently, as the trivia said, it was much more noticeable on the on the big screen that that was the idea. Yeah. It was like, let's not make a big deal about it. Yeah. It's just when you see it on a 30 foot screen, it's a lot easier to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I remember like late in the movie when I first noticed, I was like, uh, hmm. <laughs> oh, I think it was like when he was like It was supposed so to be the whole underwater thing. No, like, I you get know, it. Was, but it's just, you know, thing. Yeah. 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 You wanted to live under the sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Under but the sea. Roger Moore, I really like him in this one. I'm sure he's better. Even though he looks. <laughs> Even though he looks old, God, so old. But he's he's not as jokey. He's a little more cutthroat. I mean, he he freaking kills that one dude. The dude is like hanging on to the tie. Well, hell, he kills the bad guy just yeah. in cold blood. He just... shoots him a bunch of times. <laughs> he's a really... bunch more than he needed to shoot that. No dude. jokes or anything. He's just like, well, enough of this shit. Blam, yeah. Blam. <laughs> but yeah, but the thing with the dude, with the tie, that was pretty good. Like. Oh, oh yeah. What do I need to know? Okay. Yep. <laughs> like snap his hand. Yeah. yeah. And I really like the setting in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Like, and especially the the one where Jaws kills that dude, and they have the light that flashes on the Sphinx, and then the other stuff. Yeah, so that it's whole like they're light going between light shows. and darkness, and they got that music just blaring. Yeah. That's a well done scene. Yeah, yeah. that stuff's better really good. Not looking so modely and backdroppy. You know that yeah. that could have used some work because mm-hmm. they weren't actually really filming there, right. obviously, but. Yeah. Still, it, it was well staged. Mm-hmm. It was it was well thought out. But Dude. really, man, sitting and watching that show must be just like yeah, weird. This is overly <laughs> dramatic. <Yeah. laughs> it's for in Egypt. Yeah, it's like and then and hey, there was a pyramid. Yep. <laughs> and Stella Star from Star Crash is in it. Yep. yep, for only about five minutes, but she's in it. Yeah, Bond flat out murders her too. <laughs> yep, <laughs> with a torpedo from his car sub. Yep, <laughs> that whole sequence, man. Like from the car chase to when they roll up on the beach is I I mean conceptually strange, but somehow it works. It's an actual physical thing they're in, and I mean mm-hmm. I, I know it's a shell with divers in it, I understand how they did it, but it's still believable. It doesn't seem totally ridiculous in a Bond movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. You know. Well, apparently it was so popular according also according to the trivia, like those white lotus cars were on wait waitlist for like three years yeah. after that movie mm-hmm. came yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people drove them into the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Let's do at this. least one. Come on, baby. I wonder how many people actually fit in them. Not many. Because those things are tiny ass yeah. cars. Yeah. All Lodi. Lotuses. <laughs> Lodi. Lodi. Lodi are hard to fit in. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I barely get stuck in a Lodi again. I, I wish there had been a little more tension and resolution for the whole she wants to kill him thing near the end. Because they just don't play enough of that up. It didn't help that she started laughing before she had committed to not killing him. Yeah. Yeah, it's it uh it just doesn't quite work. Yeah. They they should have they should have built that up more. I mean, you, you still know how it's going to end, but they could have done it better than just him making a joke and she starts giggling. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did murder her lover. Yeah, and then and he she saves seems, her ass. Yeah, I know, but she seems rather willing to just sleep with him now instead of the dude that he murdered. Bond. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Bond. I know. That's what happens. I know. And it was an interesting dynamic of how their characters are intertwined by what, and they have an interesting conversation about that. You know, it's like, look, I'm a spy. He was trying to kill me. It was, mm-hmm. was going to be either one of us, so deal with it. Sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I thought, I, the, I thought the timing on this movie was kind of funny. 
What do you mean? Well, this is the bond that came out in 1977. So did I. This week. Oh. What? You came out? Uh Uh-huh. You're gay? No. (laughs) My mother's vagina. Oh. Ew. You could still be well, gay, even though you this came is out true. Of I think Connery said that in one of the Bond movies. <laughs> yes, your mother's vagina. <laughs> your mother's vagina. Trebek. That was one of the supervillains. He uh, fought. Yeah, mother's vagina. Mother's vagina. <laughs> they just gave up working on innuendo. But of course like... you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not mother's vagina. Well, I guess that makes me a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Bond forty-five. Uh, <laughs> just give up. Uh, Bond but versus so, ass. So I guess that was your subtle way of saying it's your birthday. I was like thinking about it a couple hey, weeks ahead ago. I was, like, I was like, Bond, oh wait, this is the one that comes out in 77 yeah. this week. Weird. So you were you out birthday. already when the movie came out? I don't know what time it came out. Okay. Do you so year? Yeah, it's quite possible you could have actually seen this in the theater. Um, from inside <laughs> your mother's <laughs> From inside your mother's womb. I will look up the release date just to clear things up here. Thank God. So while he's looking it up, uh-huh. where do you rank it, Chuck? I it is. I put it under the other two Roger Moores, um, but above Thunderball mm-hmm. and a couple of the others. Um, it about mid range. Yeah, I mean, I I like a lot of stuff from it. It just it's just the greatest hits nature of it sort of bothered me a little bit. So, what'd you find out? Uh, the third of August, so pretty close to now. Damn, that's pretty close. It's Maybe crazy. this is the movie that put your mother into, into labor. labor. <laughs> yeah, so that bond. Yeah, like Roger Moore so says that line at the end, he... and just oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so excited when they blow up that big yeah. boat. Yep, that's and that weird and spider. Then her water broke. <laughs> <laughs> all the all the aquatic all the water stuff. The water break. <laughs> exactly, they sunk Atlantis, and now they came. Yep. yep. <laughs> right but now, I mean. Theater. <laughs> that was since you were in labor, labor for 16 days. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But yeah, I mean, I like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it ended up above the other two Roger Moore ones for me. Even oh, God, though, no, not for me. Yeah, even yeah. though, but I, I think the thing about it is everything's executed so well in it. The only issue it has is that we've seen it all before. Yeah. But I can look at it as like, if this was your first Bond movie, it's like, holy crap, this has everything you want in one of these movies. Yeah. I, I like it. You know, just, but that's the problem is yeah. if you've seen all the other ones, you're like, okay, that came from there. That came from there. And that came from there. I, so. I think one of my main problems is that I, I know everyone's complaint against a view to a kill is that he's so old. And, but watching this one, I'm like, he's not doing any of his stunts, like nothing. Like there was a jump from like, not even a second story window, but just like a, a sort of window to, just down to the ground. And it's like, not him. He's doing mm. nothing. In this movie, it is all a stunt man. And then I'm thinking, holy shit, there's like four more of these. And he's only yeah. getting older. Jesus. I mean, it's not going to get any and better. He was like 50 at that point. I think. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he he looked he looked the part when it started. And then all of a sudden, just rapid aging syndrome hit, kicked in. And mm-hmm. I, I just I that's why I appreciated Diamonds Are Forever so much, because it seemed like Connery was doing a lot of his own stuff. Yeah. I, I and I appreciated that. Whereas it's like Roger Moore is like, oh, you need me to uh, forget it? Just go get Earl, who's my stand-in. Yeah. So yeah, it's about it's about mid-range all over of, of all Bonds to yeah. me. I mean, I mean it's good, but yeah. yeah. I, I I think the action in Live and Let Die is better, and the and the the subtle action of Man with a Golden Gun is better as far as more Bonds. I yeah. mean, I like I like the tension of the weird funhouse world. And mm-hmm. There was nothing. 
Maybe I'm just I mean, happy there was no JW Pepper in this one. Sure. That's that, why I was so excited. I mean, I mean Jaws is awesome. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Jaws is a great, I mean, that's the funny thing is, is like he has a better showdown with Jaws than he ever does with the actual main bad guy. Yeah, he mm-hmm. dispatches the main bad guy. But, and I, just, I love how completely indestructible they make Jaws. That's hilarious to me. Like, I mean, well, and like he literally is huge. Yeah. I mean, when they are fighting in the train, like his hand just seems like it's not human. Oh, no. Yeah. That, that was almost a point I felt Roger Moore might not have been acting when Jaws was choking him out. Like mm-hmm. the look on Roger Moore's face was like, please stop filming. He's murdering me. Yeah. But I mean, like he's in a car, he's in a car that explodes. He gets thrown like headfirst out of a train. I mean, it's like, and he just stands up and dusts himself off. Straightens his tie. Yeah. I think I would have been terrified even knowing that it was acting. If that man had his hand on my neck. Yeah. Dude, he almost ran me over in a wheelchair. Yeah, I was terrified he and mm-hmm. he's sitting down. I was wondering if that story giant. was coming. No, out. I'm just saying <laughs> that man is huge. Even yeah. in a, sitting on a wheelchair. Yeah. Richard Keel. Yeah. Runner over. <laughs> yes. Yep. So, so next week, Moonraker. Oh, Bond yeah. goes to space. Yep. James Bond will return in for your eyes only. Whoops. Nope. Eventually. Yes. As soon. it says at the but end of first. But, but first, first but let's first go to Star space. Wars and Close Encounters cash in. Yep. Yeah. So what else did you guys watch this week? I watched a movie. You did. I did. What'd you watch? Dude? I watched God Bless America. Hey, that's a Bobcat Goldwaith movie, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. How is it? I actually liked it. Yeah. Um, huh. I kind of thought it was going to be sort of a, a modern day, like falling down. Um, and it sort of is, but it, it does take a bit of a vacation from that kind of pure, God damn it, this stupid fucking world is, a, is fucking stupid. And I'm just going <laughs> to fucking kill everything. Um, takes a little vacation from that. Uh, mm-hmm. It stars uh, Joel Murray, who uh, plays Freddie Rumson from in Mad Men. Yeah, Bill's brother. Yeah. It, wait a minute. Are they related? Yeah, he's Bill's brother. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know that. He is one of the Murray brothers. Okay. You're not shitting me. No. Okay. <laughs> Swear to God, dude. He ain't joking. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you seen Brian Doyle Murphy lately? Oh my God, has he aged? Yeah. I, I I just saw him in something, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Dude. Well, he was always the older. Oh, I know. Sibling, but I mean, so like I mean, seriously. He, yeah, I don't. Look he's got to be like 65 or something. He, he doesn't look long for this world, I hate to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, one last thing I saw. No. Yeah. I don't know how to lead back into that, but... Uh, Brian, Mur- <laughs> Brian yeah, Fred Murphy. So, Murray. Fred Murphy. <laughs> Fred McMurphy. Joel, Charlie Murphy. Fred McMurphy. <laughs> Joel Murray. My three sons. Who plays Frank. Who Joel Murray, uh-huh. brother of Bill Murray. Yes. Who plays Frank and also Freddie Rumson in Mad Men. Uh-huh. Um, and basically, he's a guy who's divorced. His kid hates him. His wife hates him. And he's about to end it all and uh, decides, nope, I'm going to end it for other people instead. And uh, Sounds good. I condone that message. Starts murdering people because they're just not nice. Sweet. I love um, it already. Five jocks. Yeah. And no, I actually really liked it. Like, I, I like Joel Murray in Mad Men. I think, he, I think he's pretty damn good in that. Yeah. And he really shows some fucking chops in this movie. I I was I was pretty impressed. Um so there are acting moments. There are acting moments. And uh I just I there's something about him playing that kind of somewhat sad but still has a spark of life left in him character that he's just excellent at. Um he does it in in Mad Men and he does it really really well in this. Mm-hmm. Um it's on Netflix and it was it just came out in like March. In I think it debuted at Sundance or South by Southwest or something in March. Wait, and there's a new movie on Netflix? Yeah, Weird. and it's this one. Weird. <laughs> this is the only one. Oh, okay. Um, this is the one we get. Right, this, <laughs> this is your the one, one this get. month. For the year. Exactly. <laughs> um, 
and I, I don't know. I guess it didn't do too terribly well. Um, it's a hard, it, it's never, a hard sell. Yeah. It never came into a big release either. No, no, it didn't. I think it played at our local indie cinema for one weekend maybe. Hmm. But I really think it's worth taking a look. Um, it's It didn't feel like it was terribly long. I don't know how long. It was 105 minutes. So it's not too terribly long, and it's it's worth it. It's well-written, well-acted. Um, Bobcat Goldthwait does not show up in the film, Aww. which is good. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> Because he really has no place in a film like this, I think. Mm-hmm. I figured he would at least be like store clerk. A lot of people do die, but um, it's not just a slog through a murder fest. Okay. Um, but no, go watch it. Go get some of that. <laughs> I will. I can talk about a murder fest. Okay, please do. I want to hear. So, I'm going to make two statements, and mm-hmm. hear me out. The What's raid. The I watched the raid redemption. Is that your statement? And oh, that's yeah. statement number one. And number two is go out and buy this movie immediately. <laughs> buy it. Buy it to own. And I, I, I will add a caveat to that because you have to be able to appreciate extreme violence. I now like Grambo extreme or better. Okay, well, Grandpa is probably still more extreme because he's literally eviscerating dudes with guns. Mm-hmm. This is more brutal. Like like, like that beating, is more beating deaths. Yes, like or, okay. dudes' legs getting snapped. Yeah. and stuff. And Ooh, um, yeah. uh, stuff. and Grandpa is a lot of CGI blood. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and shows. I mean, it's not that it, I don't think it's bad. I think because of the the, the dark tone of the movie, it works and mm-hmm. hides it better than something like The Expendables. This is. I throw let's let's put it this way. This movie makes Ong Bak look like three ninjas. Well <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. Or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. I mean, seriously. The raid redemption. This is Whoa. this movie is in fucking sane. And somebody um I believe somebody recommended it some while back and just uh, like not as like a Bamcast movie, but just like I know I've been wanting to see it. Yeah, I think yeah, somebody I, it just, on, it's I, come up. It never worked out that I could get to the theater that was showing it here in town. Was was somebody somewhere here? I don't know. Yeah, it I mean, showed up. Yeah, yeah, it, it's out now. So and an AMC. I mean, it, assuming you can stomach strong violence, this movie is amazing. It almost lost me at a couple of points when it Paul Greengrass a little bit too much. Like there was some serious shaky cam, like oh, okay. n- not necessary to do. Mm-hmm. Um, like put that damn camera on a tripod. Moments <laughs> where I mean, if I'd seen the theater, I probably actually would have gotten nauseous because I'm sitting at home and I had to look away for a second, not because of what was happening, just like fuck, hold the screen still. Mm-hmm. But my God, I I have never seen. I I still don't know how they did some of this stuff and had people live. Um, there. <laughs> There is one move. Yes. If, if it's got to be CG, I, the the movie had like just barely over a million dollar budget, and for what happens, that's insane. Because there's one stunt I I would love to see. I need to watch like a making of on this because if this is CG or what, I don't know. But it's got to be because there's no way this person lived. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> well, they've been impossible. known to kill people before. I'm just saying it is impossible, and and people that have seen it probably know what one particular thing I'm talking about. Hmm. But the the final fight in this movie is is the most insane thing. Like, I was sitting in my house watching this alone and yelling slash going, "Oh my god!" constantly because it's just like it's one thing after another that I couldn't. Like, it just built up. I was like, this is insane. I've never seen anything like this. That's the best. And, uh, yeah, I, I plan to immediately acquire this on Blu-ray. <laughs> well, the tagline is, one ruthless crime lord, 20 elite cops, 30 floors of hell. <laughs> We're in. 
Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it, it's good. I mean, it's it's not story wise. It's a little generic and and I don't know. But that's not why you're coming. Yeah, that's not why you're like coming. This. Yeah. I mean, story. I'm just saying, like, it, it's insane. It, it's insane to me that like a movie like this can come out of somewhere like Indonesia and just kind of out of left field. I mean, I know the director's not Indonesian, but they must they must have done it there because of like locale because you can't murder a guy yeah you can murder a guy and just pay and pay a few bucks and it's okay right i mean it's it's, it's insane it is an absolutely insane movie (laughs) and if you can stomach it my god it's one of the craziest action movies i've ever seen sweet that they do things i've never ever seen on in any other movie and that's one of the things about like when when you watch a tony jaw movie and like the way he hits people and it's like holy shit that looks like that hurts mm-hmm. the guy the main guy in this um his name's uh, i would just butcher it the character's name is rama but i mean there, there's a sequence in the beginning before they go on this raid and he's just doing like the the practice dummy routine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i don't think the film sped up at all it's in fucking saying how fast and how hard he is hitting this dummy and like it's just like it, that moment is like what builds you up and like you know like seriously like a, a fasten your seatbelt kind of moment where you're like when this dude goes off on real people, this is going to be insane. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just once it gets going, it's like, holy shit. But highly, highly, highly recommend that movie. Cool. Can I borrow it when you buy the Blu-ray? Sure. Sweet. Yes. But yeah, this this one, like I wanted to see it in the theater and it just I'm kept actually, not working I'm kind of glad I didn't just because of those moments. I think it honestly would have made me sick in a theater. Like Really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's two scenes in particular where it's just like, Okay, seriously, stop shaking the camera. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And it's got some dubstep in it, just for randomness. I'm yes. In. I'm in. Yeah. Filthy drops. There are some filthy, yeah. filthy drops of beats and humans. <laughs> awesome. Gross. Have we switched from filthy? Is is there something new besides filthy yet? No, there's still filthy, filthy drops. Should we have tragic? Could we have grotesque? Grotesque, no. grotesque drops. drops. We haven't used up all the filthy drops no, yet. No. Okay, there's still some filthy <laughs> drops still lying filthy about. Drops. Yeah, we're still Soon on filthy drops. Soon enough, we will graduate. There must be a too. lot of filthy drops. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, our uh, country's known for making them. They grow them out in Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, it would be violent drops. Violent drops? Mm-hmm. Brutal drops? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A brutal drop. I actually like brutal drop better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to a brutal drop. And then we'll move on to crush step. Yep. You didn't see any movies, right? I watched The Spy Who Loved Me. What? Okay. Hey, <laughs> tell us all hey, about what it. Was that? <laughs> My new TV shows up this week. So now you're going to watch Expect stuff. me to be watching movies again. Yeah. Stuff without yellow in them. Yep. I finally gave in and I'm buying a TV. So You are awesome for doing that. I am. Good move, I feel citizen. Awesome. I feel like it's Christmas, but it's a few days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I have to wait and wait. It's coming. Yep. I'm excited. So what'd you see, Chuck? Oh, I watched the Avengers again. Not the new one. (laughs) Now you can do your Connery, by the way. (laughs) Oh, very good. (laughs) Let me clarify. Let's go. I watched the first 40 minutes of the Avengers again. What? Because I... Why didn't you finish it, I'd forgotten why it was bad. I was like, I remember this being terrible. (laughs) Why was it terrible? And then, like, in the first 20 minutes, I was like, oh, that's why this is bad, because it's terrible. But then I wanted to keep watching for the teddy bear scene because I think that's the unintentionally one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen, which is just this boardroom of dudes in a giant, all in giant multicolored teddy bear outfits while Sean Connery's giving them a Bond villain speech. I mean, this movie is the Bond villain role that Connery should have played in a Bond movie at some point. This is the closest he ever got or will get. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, after about 40 minutes, I was like, you know what? Yeah, this movie does suck and nothing else that could possibly happen is going to get any better. So I'll just uh, go to bed. 
Yeah. <laughs> it suffered from that awful CG Wild Wild West yeah. thing. Yeah. It just ugh. Yeah. It was just it was just that time that, that yeah. time of excess of just it doesn't matter what the story is, just put a bunch of shit in it. Mm-hmm. And computers will make things and it's just man, the story made no sense. Yep. So bad. So I saw one other movie that's completely opposite to the Raid Redemption. Yeah. I saw Another Earth. This is one of those movies like when I first saw the the trailer to it, uh I was like, "Oh, I don't I don't know. I feel I feel pretentious awful coming." Hmm. Um and it's not at all. It's really good. It's pretentious good. Yeah, it's a little pretentious <laughs> maybe. Um to me, this might sound this might somehow sound like a pretentious review, but I would say it's <laughs> Moon meets the Crossing Guard. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, cause the plot of the movie, is Sam Rockwell in it. No, oh. the plot, the plot of the movie is not at all what I thought the plot of the movie was going to be based on trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, trailer. I don't know how much I even want to say, because I mean, it's, it's stuff that's revealed early on in, in the movie, but it's still mildly shocking when it happens. So I think I'm just going to avoid it. Okay. What kind um, of movie is it? I literally know nothing about. Okay. This. So the, the overarching plot, the thing that they do sell you in the trailer is that one day earth wakes up and looks up in the sky and they see another planet and it gets a little bit closer and it gets a little bit closer. And then telescopes say, wait, it's literally yes. earth. It's another earth. It's another. Does anyone say, Oh my God, <laughs> it's another earth. Basically, I mean, probably. No, they have to say the name yeah. of the movie. Is Christopher McDonald in I, it to say The Perfect Storm? I it's don't The think Perfect so. Storm. <laughs> but anyway, like, literally, it gets closer and closer, and then, like, it gets close enough to a point that they decide to send radio transmissions and actually realize there are, it's literally a copy of our planet with us, a copy of us on it. Because, like, this lady, you know. Harvest some organs, yay! Well, this lady, like, you know, head of SETI is, like, sending out a message and, like, literally gets a message back from herself. From okay. the other version of so them. it's a mirror planet kind of so the message I've that comes back is movie. holy shit what the fuck you're me kind of sweet yeah. okay um so then it's like they you know they try to organize a they're gonna send up a shuttle to go actually see them and see that we're not crazy and right. they some rich guy is like we're gonna let one person one civilian go with us whoever writes the best essay essay yeah basically <laughs> basically an essay saying why you know you need to go okay. And so that's that's the big overarching plot. Gotcha. Uh, the the girl that's in it, um, I don't I don't recognize her from anything. Her name's Britt Marling. Um, she's good. I I've just never seen any of her other movies. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it. It's a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Just a little bit weird because the main guy that's in it is a uh, William Mapother with uh he was Mapother. E- Mapother. Yeah, but he was he was Ethan from Lost. So it's like it's hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> just because like he wasn't in Lost very much, but he's just like you know a, him when you see yeah, him. He's a pivotal person from the first season. So it's like oh yeah, great. We're watching a movie with Ethan. He's a traitor. <laughs> you were waiting for him to kill somebody, yeah. weren't you? He's but, an other. But yeah, no, I it's it was shockingly good to me. I'm not gonna say it's fantastic, but I I was pleasantly surprised by how good this movie was. And, hmm. Like I said, I I think it's probably a little bit sort of like your uh, safety not guaranteed. Is it's an indie movie about kind of a high concept mm-hmm. thing, so they generally kind of avoid that. Yeah, throughout the plot of the movie, but it kind of they use it, it to propel discussion. Yeah, it, it, about it. Yeah, it's almost more like you you know let's have conversation about what does this mean? You know, what is that? What is the significance mm-hmm. of we're no longer unique? You know, what does this mean that there's this other version of us and things like that? So yeah, I saw a '60s version of this. Um, journey to the far side of the sun mm-hmm. where there's a, a mirror earth. It's directly behind the sun. That's kind of what this might've been like a remake of it. Cause okay. that was kind of the plot of it. Like 
that something happened and somehow it got out of whack that it was always yeah. directly on the other side of the sun, so we never saw it before. Yeah. I mean, do they have like this weird thing like once they get closer to the other Earth, like they have to reverse all their polarity and shit? And no, it okay. never gets into that much. Okay. Science. This other they one don't was care more about science. Well, this other one was more science fictiony. Whereas, like when they would when they would leave our Earth and get to the mirror Earth, they would have to like reverse all their settings and everything because you know shit went crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Bizarro Earth. Yeah. And then, and then I think Bizarro. they like tried to nuke it or something. I don't know. It's just sure. whatever we did back then, which is basically like we don't understand mm-hmm. it, blow it up. So, yeah. so you would do. recommend this movie? Yeah, I think it was on. It's playing on like HBO or Showtime One. I can't remember. Um, oh. But yeah, so it's it's out there. At least it's already circulated to the pay channels. Sweet, I got those. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay, good deal. So, so you guys ready to hear some voicemails? Yeah, we got some yes. communications from our fans. So we have one pertaining to last week's episode. Oh, Ooh. good. Good. Play it. The, this came in via right email, and uh, <laughs> I, I just like to read the subject. Uh, we apologize from the Mariana Trenches of our hearts. Aw. Hello. Listener Jens here. And listener Scott. We're really sorry. We have brought eternal shame upon our ancestors. In my defense, I only remember there being one rape scene. We'll make it up to you. Uh, what'll our next recommendation be, Scott? Uh, how about Postal? How about you go fuck yourself? Alrighty then, we'll discuss it later. Until then, this is Jens out. Scott out. Japan! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Apology accepted. Germany, because yeah. you mentioned your <laughs> yeah. Ball movie. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, you guys can keep listening. We'll we forgive yeah. you. <laughs> yes, and you're allowed to suggest something else. Yes. Just... Just please. Not, yeah. God, there, how if, do you boil that movie okay. down to one rape scene? Yeah. There was 12 rape scenes. If there's a rape scene in it, don't recommend it. Nope. That's all we're, that's our only stipulation for you guys. Yeah. Because we, one rape scene equals 12. We, we really don't like it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we're it's done with rape it's scenes. It's strange that we gave Deathstalker five jobs. I know, but, but it's... It's different. Yeah. <laughs> different entirely. Well, it, it's more the, like the, the rape was mostly implied in that movie. Yeah. Implied it and was, also, like, it's kind of a... It was not the point of the movie. No, well, it's almost like an accept, accepted function of the society. Yes, exactly. So that it's not like this horrific thing. No, it was that universe like, okay, oh, this yeah, is happening this is, now. This is a new Jeez. thing. And we were just laughing at the concept of the awfulness of that universe, yeah. not watching people get raped. And that's, that's the, not fun. That's the Banffcast defense for rape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So No, wait, what? Oh, no. <laughs> yes, it's on but the no, books but now. Rape is never that. okay. No. Yeah. yeah. Especially in your recommendations. Chewbacca here is a Wookiee, and Wookiees don't like rape. Oh, he just blew my mind. It's Chewbacca defense. <laughs> 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 so, we got another voicemail. Let's go ahead and play that one. Hey, BMF Cast. This is Sunny California. I'm drunk. I just wanted to say that I feel like trust is undersold in time. Maybe I'm drunk. But I think all of you should see it, because I really quite liked it. And I think it spoke to the economic idea of opportunity costs and the wealth disparity in our society. But then again, that's some pretty serious shit for a podcast about bad movies. So, that's just my two cents. My one cent, because I'm drunk. Sunny California now, BJ my favorite. <laughs> I love you, I man. Love you man. BJ, you have a fan. I do. Sunny California, you're my favorite, maybe. I, I got everything about in time. I really did. In time. It just kept doing it and doing in it. And it's like there's subtext and then there's text. So it did it time after time? Yep. <laughs> 
Do we have any emails? I'm sorry you didn't consider the socioeconomic <laughs> yeah. ramifications of a of opportunity cost. Opportun- not, yeah, that. yeah. So was Justin Timberlake dreamy in that? He's dreamy in everything. I'm seeing it then. So, next one. <laughs> Actually, we got an email here from uh, our friend Moonpeer, the street urchin. Hello, Moon. No nope. longer. Nope. We're going to have to find a new name for him. That he's got a job. Employed God. urchin. Lord Job. Sea <laughs> Cucumber. Street <laughs> worker. <laughs> Apartment <laughs> urchin. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, he says, hey, guys. Sand dollar. <laughs> oh, but he's British. I don't know. Yeah. Huh? Sorry. Sand pound. <laughs> Pounder sand of sand. Pence. Sand pence. Sand pence. Sand pence. Sand pence. Sentence. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Moonbeer says, hey guys, in a weird coincidence last week, I found myself watching Total Recall. Whoa. Odd. One thing that Mackie didn't mention during the foreshadowing nah. at the beginning of the movie, <laughs> they use what looks like a concept art shot of the device in the mines on the computer as Arnie is falling asleep. Hmm. And yes, they do. Anyway, love the Arnie impressions. <laughs> so, moving <Thanks>, on- <laughs> so moving on to a question. Oh. What's your favorite fiction from a movie verse? And let's try to avoid the obvious. District 9, Aliens, Predator, Total Recall, Blade Runner. Love the show, Moon Out, Six Star Wars, Blackberry, Wireless Device. Those. But Wait, yeah, so he's saying uh, fictional universes. Which ones are our favorites? They're all. They're fictional. all our favorites. <laughs> I mean, well, I think he's trying to say, like, I mean, probably the most fleshed out in movie form, like something you feel like you understand the whole everything about. Like some movies. It, it, I mean, a lot of movies are not a fictional universe. It's like, hey, this is taking place now-ish, and these are government agencies that exist. The way or, I see it, which ones know. have the best world building? Sure. That, like, that. like something like The Matrix allows there to be all sorts of other stories mm-hmm. in it. Uh-huh. Now, if there was a universe we could exist in, mm-hmm. I would exist in the universe of Stunt Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I can see would, some pretty bitchin' shit happening in Stunt Rock world. Yep. They'd, they'd be on their 24th anniversary Just, tour right now. You and yep. me, Stunt and Rock stunt world. And are the most famous people <laughs> on the planet. Yep. And Sorcery is the biggest band in the planet. And yes. life fucking rules. The and Wizard that, would be president. And li- the Nightly News has feature stuntmen <laughs> yeah. interviews yeah. every yeah. night. Every night. President <laughs> Wizard. <Yes. laughs> he gives speeches president, and throws down the, the smoke bombs. Yeah, <laughs> president King of Wizards. Yeah. Our 39th, 40th, 41st, 42nd, and 43rd president. President for, for life. President King Wizard. King of Wizards. Instead of, instead of president our normal of life, <laughs> Sir Lord King of Wizards. Instead of our normal fireside chat, we'll be having a wizarding word with, <laughs> with Lord President Wizard. Yep. I'm all for this. President Lord the King of Wizards. There's really not a better answer than this. Um, <laughs> I will tr- attempt to answer it. I mean, I've always said, it, granted, it's cheating a little bit as far as movie first, but I mean, obviously, I would want, want to live in the Star Trek universe sure i mean that just sounds bitching yeah. as far as a place to live mountain dew baja blast cold motherfucker yeah <laughs> you, i like, would also get a motherfucker somehow program but. in the cool ranch taco that we do not yes. have yet yep and there it is the computer would make it um i think my personal favorite again cheating mildly but it exists in movie universes i think the probably the most clever is the world of firefly slash serenity mm-hmm. just because that is probably where we're going if we don't change things as far as you know, a sweet English, spaceships. English, no, English speaking and Chinese being the two dominant powers. Well, yeah. I get that. Yeah, I don't know. Anybody have any other <laughs> sticking with stunt rock? Arena. <laughs> that world. <laughs> the world of robot jocks, where you have to fight your yeah your territorial disputes with giant robots. Just a world with mechs. Dude, robot jocks pretty pretty awesome. And though the outside world kind of sucked ass, though. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, if, I don't think he's really asking necessarily where we want to live, but I mean. The idea of the world. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to live in Firefly Serenity Universe, but I'd want to live in Star Trek Universe. I, I pretty much agree with Star Trek. I wouldn't mind living in the movie universe of Superman. Not the comic book universe, because that's when you get into all the, like the crazy Batman villains and just mm-hmm. crazy shit going on all the time. But the movie version where it's just Lex Luthor and you could just basically pick up the paper every day and read about cool shit that Superman has done. That would be pretty sweet. Plus, see him flying around. Yeah, you know, it's like you might see Superman. You know, it's like everything about your life is everything like it is now. Yeah. You go to work, you know, you come home, but mm-hmm. you know, maybe Superman stopped an earthquake. You see that me day. once a week. Yeah, you got glasses on. I can't. If you're what? I, here, I'll take them off for you. <gasps> oh my <laughs> god! Yeah. When uh, did I, Superman grow a I beard? Never. Did. <laughs> it's it's a super beard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like you could be roller skating and suddenly some super guy starts blowing and you're skating backwards. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's your ice cream cone flies in your face. <laughs> the world of Xanadu. Yeah. Xanadu. Oh, that would be a fun universe to live in. There are many Ooh. 70s universes You'd I would be gladly. walking down the street, there's a mural and suddenly everything's tronning the fuck out. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven bitches tronning out. Yeah. Mm. And man, Tron would be awesome if being in the the world didn't suck. Well, Tron Legacy, got, I mean, you know. Yeah, but you like, got fake Jeff Bridges condemning Whatever, you to there's death, Olivia no Wilde in Spandex. Yeah, yeah, yeah but not everybody gets to hang out with her. Everybody else is like, you know, fucking slave guy. I would or, teach myself programming. That's you know? true. Yeah. They do have a bar. Yeah. I think it's pretty sweet that programs get a bar to hang out Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that chick that he had with her, that mm-hmm. with the white hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd take her, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway. <laughs> I like robots. Um, the st- real quick, the Starship Troopers world, both like the, the what? No, uh, there's <laughs> bugs, well, bugs everywhere. Well, I mean, the, the bugs kind of are shit, but there's a lot of high technology, some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And in the books, they've got those fucking power suits. How bitching would that be? Oh, even better. Fifth Element. Yeah. Chicken. Yeah. Yum. Flying cars. Yeah. yeah. Hot McDonald's waitresses and, and stewardesses. Yeah, but Zeus is president. That's dumb. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? It's dumb. Excuse me? It's no. dumb. Let's step outside, He's sir. genius. He can't pass a vision <laughs> test. Zeus. Exactly, dude. No. Yeah. No. Only thing better I, is President Hector Camacho. I was just going to say. Dwayne Elizondo, <laughs> Hector Mountain Camacho. From they idiocracy. Should, they should team up. President, vice oh, president. Oh, man, yeah. that would be a sweet That is the team. last world I would ever want to live in, but it is a fantastic world. Well, you that he came you would up be with. A you'd god be a god instantly yeah. in that world. That you is would, the alternate yeah, version yeah. of Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. that, or we get together with the Chinese. Yeah, you are an unfit mother. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for eating at Carl's Jr. The children have become property. Oh, was that that was the last email, wasn't it? It was. Okay, I, I would not mind living in a world where you could just shout out Baton and people knew what you meant and would just go away. Yeah, I do want that chair. Man. <laughs> sure, <laughs> Those sure. long weekends when the girlfriend's out of town. Never have to fucking leave the Just chair, dude. Take a sip off the butter tub yeah. thing. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. I think you can already say, go away, Baton. No. Just about yeah. no. anybody that matters. No. Dude. Some people question it. <laughs> and if you need, a, you need a rough handy, you just go to Starbucks. Yeah. Maybe, tell me that world doesn't rule. That's probably a rough and sad handy. $5. Pretty good yep. rule. Anyway, let's get out of here, shall we? How about some quick uh, contact information there, uh, Website, bmfcast.com. Check us out on the Twitter and the Facebook. Search for us on iTunes. Uh, check us out on Stitcher. It's an app for your relevant mobile devices. It will stream our glory directly into your ear holes. Mm. Call us on the Garfield phone, 9105-JOX-BMF, 910-556-9263. Other than that, have a nice day. <laughs> Thanks, PJ. You're welcome. That was pleasant. You're my favorite. Thank you. Uh, so let's get out of here. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm your favorite. I'm actually your favorite. <laughs> 
Yes, you're my favorite, Chuck, too. Okay, Chuck. And you're my favorite. And you're my favorite. <laughs> and you get a favorite. <laughs> Bees are uh, coming. What's your name, favorite son? Chuck, I'm hey, Chuck. Hi. You. All right, let's get out of here. Okay. All right. Is Bamfcast out? <laughs> <laughs>